right. Welcome, everybody, to Armchair Arguments. Um, I'm Matt, and uh, my buddy here, Brandon, is going to be debating with me. Me and him have been debating and arguing about sports since we've known each other for the last um, five or six years. And um, we're just ready to do this uh, in front of everybody and get it out there instead of trying to text back and forth from a hundred miles away. So we're just going to go ahead and get started. Our, our first discussion we have today is to assemble your own NBA team in terms of the best team that could be on the court, period. So I'm going to let my buddy Brandon go first. All right, I'm not going to lie. This one, like, got me pretty excited, and it was intriguing. Uh, the team, I I wanted to put a team who could compete at, like, all eras, if that makes sense. So, like, okay. I, wanted, I wanted a point guard who could push the pace. I wanted a big man who was dominant. And I want a team that could compete with the slow pace back in the, the 70s and 80s, and I want a team who could play now. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So that was the mindset. And uh, my point guard obviously has to go to the, the best shooter, Stephen Curry. He could push the pace. He extended the floor. Like, he changed the game forever. Okay. I know he's a defensive liability, but he's going to be able to outscore whoever you have. Okay. That was my thinking there. Um, okay. My two guard uh, – I would say Kobe Bryant just to piss you off, but I, I'm going with Michael <laughs> Jordan. Okay. I mean, I mean, you always have to pick Michael Jordan whenever he beat right. the Monstars. Like he's yeah. an icon, greatest ever. Okay, he could do it on both ends, offense, defensively. Decent three point shooter, but he could play ISO ball, and that's the guy I got taking the last shot, no matter what. Okay, okay. Oh, another reason. I'm sorry. Go back to Stephen Curry. Another reason why I want him as the point guard is that he could play off the ball as well. Yes. Okay. To go into my three, who is LeBron James. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. You know, I'm a LeBron James guy, so okay. that's probably where all of our arguments really start right there and finish. Anyway, LeBron James at the three, he could handle the ball. He could. Uh, he has a decent shot now from the three-point line. Um, defensively, he's the first guy to be able to guard one through five. He's just very versatile. And like I said, he could just kind of do it all. Okay. My four, since I got Michael and LeBron, I needed to add some more uh, perimeter shooting. Somebody who could, like, pick and pop, uh, pick and fade. Someone who could also get the ball in the low box and just kind of do what they want. Started thinking about this, and I was like, man, Carl Malone was a beast, but he's not going to spread the floor like I want. So I had to go with Dirk Nowitzki. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, everybody remembers the – the post-up dirt shot where he fades away over his shoulder, knee goes up, you can't get to him, and he hits the three or hits the two, whatever, in your face. I yeah. Mean, he was the, one of the best scorers of all time, and he could just shoot the ball. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of like my fast-paced lineup. And whenever I'm trying to find a big man who could just dominate, it's going to be the most dominant player of all time, and that's going to be Shaquille O'Neal. I yep. mean, definitely when he was young and athletic, he was able to run the floor too. He was a presence in the middle of the paint. He didn't want to go in there when he was blocking shots and fouling you hard. Um, no one could stop him. And I'm sorry, once he fouls you two or three times, you're not going back in there. Okay. So that is my team. I I, I like it. I think uh, there's it's tough to make an argument with all five of those guys. I think that um, I actually agree with you on two of those. Oh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna or I'm sorry three I'm three of those three. guys I'm, okay. I'm sorry um so for for me um I love Stefan in a hurry Curry but I I have to 
I have to go with Magic at point guard just because, okay. um, you know, Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. Uh, Steph is is gonna he can generally he can uh, he plays well with anyone. It seems yep. like I know that he's been at the worst his whole his entire career so far. But he every time when you know when KD came in the picture, he played well with him. I think uh, I think he played, but Magic could could not only play well with others. I think the other thing that sets him apart. No, he's not the best shooter, but I, I got other shooters on my team that I don't need him to shoot a three or. or but he also, if the if the time presented itself, I think he would make the big shot over Curry. I would say that Magic Johnson is more clutch than Steph Curry, in my opinion. Ooh, I, that, that that's bold. <laughs> I think that. And and Magic also has five titles. You know, regardless, the biggest thing for me is defensively. I think that Magic could guard as he was a you know six eight point guard, correct, or six nine. He was, he was a big guy. I think he was like six seven, six eight. Okay, so that's why defensively and the end of the game, if I needed a big shot from him, I trust him more. You know, I know that Steph, of course, is three point, but I, I just trust him more to take the shot at the end of the game. Second, okay. of course, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I, I, yep. There's no explanation there. Third, um, I have Kevin Durant. Whew. But cupcake. Hear me out. I have Kevin Durant and then LeBron James at the four. Okay, but. Um, Kevin Durant, the reason I have him is because he is long, he's rangy, you know, all those things. He can play defense. He can guard. He's, he's decent. You know, he's a great, he's a decent defender on this squad. And um, at the end of the day, I trust him to take a big shot at the end of the game. If Michael, if somebody wants to double team Michael Jeffrey Jordan, I give it to, I can give it to, to Magic to take a shot inside if he needs to drive. I can give to KD, hopefully sitting out there, you know, beyond three-point range. I trust him to take a three. Um, LeBron James, oh, my God, if they leave him open. <laughs> you know, that, that's why I have LeBron at the four and KD at the three. And then at the end, you know, at the five spot, the most dominant figure in sports. I thought about Kareem and Wilt Chamberlain, a lot of those other guys, um, but you just cannot take Shaq out of there because, like you said, he was the most dominant figure in basketball when he played. Um, there's, there's nobody going in the lane on him or debatably LeBron James if he's in there too, in my opinion, at the four. Yeah. You know, so that's what I have there. I like it because, you know, you have Michael, uh, nobody, there's no, you know, you know, Kevin, Kevin's kind of my, Katie's kind of my three point hope, you know, my, my only three point hope if you need a three kind of leaves yeah. me hanging on there. But I think just like yours, you know, it gives a nice mix and match of, of, of every era. You know, even if yeah. you're playing in the, in the small – like in today's era, Magic would still thrive. Now, he wouldn't shoot a three, you know, but there's other guys like Ben Simmons and Alonzo Balls that they're trying to make their way kind of like Magic. So, anyway. Yeah, but are, but are they great? No, they're not great. They're not – I know. Not, yeah, they're not going to – they may not be Magic, Magic Johnson, but – I still think that uh, I just right now I, I I think those all those guys play well played well together just like yours, um, but I think like if I if I matched them up I think my team would beat yours I think that Dirk Dirk couldn't hang with my squad <laughs> everybody else could but I, I don't know but I mean at the same time well you cheated it's not fair I mean you picked two thir- <laughs> two dynamic three guards and just well, moved one to the four well I mean oh, come on I tell you it doesn't have to be. It didn't. It did, there was no specifics. Like you don't have to. You don't have to pick. Each one had to be a specific, just a point guard, just a shooting guard, just a small four. You know what I'm saying? 
You're right. I'm just saying, though, Stephen Curry would light you on fire. Oh, he, he might, but Magic Magic would get in there on him, man. Magic would – I've seen Steph Curry get nervous and get manhandled in the playoffs is all I'm saying. By Patrick Beverly. You're right. I, I mean, I'm not going to say your team will beat mine, you know, but uh, – <laughs> Well, I do like KD a lot on your team. You know, he's a sniper. Like, he could just he, pull he from anywhere, iso ball. Uh, I just know. I just think uh, I think it would be a fun matchup. Yeah, it would. It would. All right. So be a fun matchup. We'll move on to the next one while we have some time. We'll go to um, the duo of LeBron and AD for the Lakers. Where did they rank? Where did they fit on the uh, Mount Rushmore of duos in Lakers history? So, I'll let uh, – Brandon, go again. Uh, go first on this one again. Man, this one, uh, this one's like really, really interesting when you think about it. When you think about all the just dynamic duos in Laker history, like it's unbelievable. You know what I mean? So you got Kobe and Shaq, and you have Kareem. I mean, like just all the guys. So Magic and Kareem, Kobe and Shaq. Jerry West and Wilt Chamberlain, and you have LeBron and AD. Like, all the greats. When you, like, I mean, is it, that just blows my mind, just all the great duos that have gone through Laker Nation. So, if, if the Mount Rushmore was what had eight heads instead of four heads, we all know, okay. I mean, we, we at least can agree that they fit on, fit on there with that. They fit, they're, they're in the top four duos, obviously, right? Agreed. Okay. Agreed. I'll, I'll let you Agreed. go from there. I'll let you go from there. All right, I'll start from the bottom. Okay. Um, so I got Jerry West and Wilt Chamberlain okay. as my number four. And obviously, Wilt Chamberlain kind of came late, so they only have one title together. But, I mean, Jerry West was the logo. Wilt Chamberlain was, I mean, almost just as dominant as Shaq. They, he didn't have as much competition, you know what I mean? But yeah. he's still, I mean, one of the greatest ever. So those two were dynamic. They didn't have a long stretch of dominance together with one championship. But I have them at my four. My three, I'm already saying it, is going to be LeBron and AD. Okay. Like, I know they don't have a title yet. I know they haven't even played a game yet. But I think if they win one championship, they already surpassed Jerry West and Will Chamberlain. That's, I mean, that's just my gut feeling. I think they'll get it if the uh, Genie Bus doesn't mess this thing up and put some good pieces around them. Um, I mean, because, I mean, LeBron James is going to be a top five player of all time. Or he could be arguably number one. You know, I don't want to get into that now because that'll be a whole forty-minute uh, <laughs> podcast just on that one between me and you, and okay. maybe the last episode as well. Anyway, uh, an uh, AD. I don't know if you remember ago before he got hurt two years two years ago. I'm sorry. People were saying that this guy is the new face of the NBA and he's the best player in the NBA. Then he got hurt. Then the trade rumor happened. Now everyone's talking about Giannis. Everyone's talking about. KD, when KD got hurt, the next person they're talking about is Stephen Curry, he's the best player in the NBA. Like, they pass that title around, like, like so quick, you know what I mean? Like, they take it away, give it to somebody else, so quick, give it to somebody else. But I really think, me and you had this conversation two years ago, that I think Anthony Davis is going to be the new face of the NBA. And now that he's in Los Angeles with LeBron, James, getting older, who's maybe slowing down a little bit, I think you're about to see it. I think this dude's about to be averaging like 33 points a game, 32 points a game. Like, so that's the potential I see. Two is obviously Kobe and Shaq. Three championships, three Pete, three straight years, super impressive. And I was hard for me not to put them at number one, but Magic and Kareem. I mean, 
five chips. What you gonna do? Like, I mean, you can't even argue that. So that's what I got. I got one Magic and Kareem, two Kobe and Shaq, three LeBron and AD. I would like to put them higher, but you got to prove it first. You got to win a championship. And, I mean, it's, I don't see them getting a three since LeBron has three years on his contract. And there's a lot of speculation that he'll want to go play with his son, who'll be a rookie that after that three-year deal or three years left. And then Jerry Wells and Wilt Chamberlain at four. Okay. I I, I agree with a lot a lot of that. I think that um, – I'll, I'll just do this. I'll go from one to four instead of four to one like, uh, okay. like you did. So, my one, um, I have – Magic and, and Kareem, of course. I, I think that you win five championships for a franchise, um, and that's the most any of the duos that we named have won, you know, with, together. You know, I know that Anthony Davis and, and LeBron haven't won anything yet. Um, but when you win five for specifically just the Lakers franchise, you, you're at the top. You know, even, and look who they're playing against. I mean, Larry Bird and those Celtics. That's like, right. That's right. The competition. You are totally right. I don't think the case. It it would be extremely hard for somebody to to make the case to me about Kobe and Shaq. I don't care how good you think they were compared to Kareem and my and Magic, but to win five championships together and um and against that type of competition and and in the time that they played in too is almost. It's hard pressed for me to believe that that any Jordan of, Yeah, yeah, it is. It's hard for me to believe any any of the players in in, our, in the time that we live in right now would have won five championships against those Celtics. But yeah. you know, but anyway, um, I do think those are number, number one. I, we agree there. Number two, I, we agree with Shaq and, and Shaq and Kobe. I mean, to three peat. We, we you know me and you have talked about this before that it is extremely hard to three peat in any sport. Um, you know, of course, the Bulls did it twice, but it, it is extremely hard to, to do it. And, I, I, you know, to do that, you have to have the most dominant figure at the time in basketball, which they did, and probably the best player in basketball during his era in Kobe Bryant. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. Um, so, I, there too. I have Jerry West and Will Chamberlain at three. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. Uh, well, just because for Lakers, that Mount Rushmore of, of Lakers, that there was eight heads up there instead of four. Or a partnership, you know. You just said that Jerry West was the logo. Um, Wilt was the, you know, Wilt was the man. Wilt was the. It, it still is the all-time leading scorer, correct? Uh, uh no, Kareem. Kareem's Kareem uh, is all-time. Okay, and I just not think, for long though. Yeah, Ron Brown's coming after. Him. Oh, there's no doubt he'll have every statistic known to basketball. There'll be a new statistic made for LeBron James by the time he is retired. Touchdown um, blocks. That's that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah, I have them there just because they haven't won anything yet. But you pair up the the number, you know, the best player in basketball right now at age thirty five. I mean, you know, even though he is thirty five, um, LeBron James is still the best player in basketball. I love what Kawhi's doing, but he's still the best player in basketball. Um, you pair him with probably a top, at least a top fiver, and Anthony Davis. I, I don't know if he's top three or not. Um, yeah, I, top five. I, I have top five. if Kevin, a healthy Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard healthy, I have them above him in my okay. opinion right now. But we'll see what happens this year, you know. But I have them uh, at the bottom because they haven't won anything yet. So that's the only reason. Um, there. All right. So we're going to move on to number number our number three on our discussion, which is just the NBA free agency and all the chaos that it presents. What is going to happen by the time the new season starts 
with Kyrie and Kawhi and Kimba, all these K's, all you know, see what's going to happen with all these guys. What's going to happen? Kevin and Clay. And Kevin, oh, oh Kevin and Clay. Don't let me forget. And and of course, Jimmy Buckets Butler. How could we forget? Oh. And, Doesn't matter uh, who goes. <laughs> so I'll let you. I'll let you start uh, wherever you'd like to start on this one. Wherever you think, um, you, where you got your, where your head at on this one. Man, I'm telling you, I had this figured out before all the injuries. I knew where everyone was gonna go. I mean, I, I had a big board with like arrows drawn to players to what cities, and I was counting championships for the next three or five years already. But um, after this Kevin Durant injury. I really don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I thought for sure him and Kyrie were going to either team up and go to Brooklyn or go to the Knicks. And next thing you know, that's another potential dynasty. But after he ruptured that Achilles, I can see him. I've heard a bunch of rumors, man. I've heard that, oh, he's still going to go where he wants to go, still get paid and, you know, go from there. I heard that he's going to re-sign with Golden State and – you know, heal up there and then get traded out, like sign a big year or maybe like five-year deal with them, then get traded. I heard that he's going to sign a one-year deal with them and get traded. But ultimately, I think Kevin Durant's a little upset that he had a ruptured Achilles or that he hurt himself with Golden State and he was misdiagnosed. You know what I mean? Like okay. the fact that this dude put his body on the line and he was to- told that he had a, a messed up calf muscle tore his Achilles, and then now he's done for a whole year. I think I think he's a little upset about that. I think – I mean, personally, if I have to go stay at a team that misdiagnosed me and now I have one of the worst basketball injuries you could have, which is that ruptured Achilles, I would not want to stay there. I would not want to help you out. Okay. So the only reason he would sign a five-year deal with them and the only, the only reason they would want to convince him to sign a five-year deal with them and say, hey, we'll trade you, it's because they don't want to lose him for nothing. Yeah. And I think that's like, that's bogus. So just the fact that you met, you kind of not made this guy tear his Achilles, but you, you didn't help him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know the player kind of has the last say, but I think he's going to leave. I could see him going to the Knicks. I could see him going to uh, Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie. Um, I could even see him going to the Clippers because I think Toronto – I think Kawhi stays in Toronto. I mean, it's hard to leave after you win a championship, and let's run this thing back. You know, we got all our guys coming back. Um, I think Kyrie already heard he bought a house in uh, Brooklyn for the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, okay. So, so that, that's, be there. that's where you think he's going to be? Okay. Yeah, I expect him to be there. I don't see him going to L.A., and honestly, I don't want to see him go to L.A. It's just going to be oh, – yeah. I can't imagine the headlines. Anyway, and I think uh, I can see KD going to the Clippers. That's going to be two dominant teams in L.A. And KD wants to be LeBron. He wants to be better than LeBron. So what's a better way than going to the same city this dude's in and making his team not as relevant as yours? Yeah. No, that's you know? a, that's a, I mean, I, I it's hard for me to disagree with that. I think that it's going to – the thing about the injury for me, um, Brandon, is is that – it's just – it's so hard to tell, you know, what's going on behind closed doors. There's always speculation. I would assume, you know, they held him out for quite a long time for a calf strain. I'll tell you that. I expected him to be a little back a little bit sooner than what he was based on the injury. Um, but I, I also think he was probably pushing to get out there because he was getting pissed off at the fact that 
they were winning without him for a while. You know what I mean? Mm. And he wanted to come back so bad to be the savior. And yeah, they, they, they most likely missed it's, you, you know, the, they were wrong in the fact that they told him that, that the worst thing that could happen was be to re-injure your calf. Yeah, because all that stuff is joined together. Yes, I mean, the, and when I saw him injure it the first time, he grabbed low on the calf, yeah. like not the calf, like underneath the calf. And I was like, and right when it happened, I said, that's an Achilles. Yeah. They, they you know, sh- like they I've sh- seen it too many times. I was yeah. like, that's an Achilles. They sh- I didn't know if it was torn, but yeah. I was like, man, that's not a calf injury. I don't think they should give him an, an ultimatum, any medical thing. You, you never should say, well, this will never happen. No, you know, you should at least, they should have said, all right, you can, you know, you can go out there, but you have the possibility to re-injure this, you know, more severely than what you have right now. And, you know, take that into consideration for it. Now that, if, if they didn't do that, that's on them. If they gave him the ultimate, well, this is, you know, you can only make it, you know, this, like, like Steve Kerr said, then that's wrong. Like you said, yeah. but I think that, uh, in my opinion, just from where he goes, I have no idea where Kevin Grant's going to go because I don't think he's going to go. And like you said, I think they're going to sign him to a max, um, a super mat or whatever they can do. And then they won't trade him. They'll trade him next year. They're going to let him train. They're going to feel bad about what they did to him. Like you said, and they were going to let him do his, they're going to pay him to rehab for, for them next year. Yeah. And then they are going to trade him where he sees fit. I think, I think they are going to trade and, and try to work out something with him and where he gives them options of where to go. And they, Go, they trade him based on that options for the good of their team with some type of haul, almost like Anthony Davis situation. You know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. I think that happens. I think yeah. Kyrie is going to a Brooklyn Nets graveyard. I you, think, I agree. I Why would you that, go there? If you want to be known as one of the best <laughs> point guards and the best in the game, you want to go to Brooklyn? I think Brooklyn? The ba- I think the basketball gods are serving him right. I well, think I know. That, I think he is not an intelligent person. He, I mean, <laughs> if you think the world is flat, you deserve to go to Brooklyn and you deserve to have your career in a graveyard. That's how with, I feel. With the old black and white uniforms. Boy, oh. look at <laughs> hey, do what you got to do. I mean, but come on. I mean, oh, it blows my mind. It's basically, it. you know, it's basically like a prison yard out there. I mean, I just think that, man, I, I think he's going to go back. He is going to. Um, fall back into where he was with the Cavs without LeBron James. He's going to be putting up 40 a game, uh, winning um, maybe winning 12, 30 games, maybe, something like that. I'm, they had I, a pretty good year this year. They, they, and in the week east, they might get – I think they could give him about 45, But, you know, regardless, he will ne- – because nobody's going to want to play with him, I think, either. Nobody, nobody even wants him right now of what I've heard. You know, you know what I think's funny? Sorry, kind of going on a tangent. Like, you know how he said he didn't want to play with LeBron? Yeah. Man, I see LeBron go to L.A. I see him right before he got hurt. They were number four in the West. You saw that team energized. You saw that team on Christmas Day. They were beating Golden State by 20 whenever he got hurt. And, you know, they were all playing well. You can see they had good chemistry. And at that same time, I was watching the Celtics, watching the Celtics with Kyrie fall apart because they hated him. They hated him. After the season ended, Terry Rozier went on first take, and it was talking so bad about Kyrie and the team chemistry. I'm like, this dude, he's he's a hypocrite. Yeah, like, I, he I said was, LeBron wasn't a good teammate, and now yeah. I'm hearing the exact same thing about you. I will say I was wrong about that. Uh, obviously, Kyrie was a worse teammate, but because he showed his colors 
with the Celtics, unfortunately. And I yeah. think that the Celtics, I believe them to be, a, you know, have a great shot at going back to the Eastern Conference Finals because they no did Kyrie. so well with without him. You know, yeah. I, I really think they're a good team without him. I think Tatum, all of those guys play better without him for whatever reason. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find that one out. So They need a free um, agent, though. Also, just a quick note, I think Kawhi's going to stay in Toronto. I think they're yes. going to sign him, you know, big. And you know, like I said, he'll eat free in Canada for the rest of his life. I know I would. You have a whole Shoot. country. You have a whole country that loves you. So not only Snake, not, just eh? the state, not just the city, you have a whole country that loves you. Yeah. So I think he stays there. Um, I guess he could go to the Clippers if he wanted to. I, you know, like you said, Kevin Durant could go to the Clippers. I think he's going to the Knicks, though. I think he's going to try to revive and kind of bring up his legacy from – you know, from all the, you know, joining super teams, I think he's going to go to the Knicks and see who wants to join him. I think mm-hmm. this Achilles might be the best thing for him because it showed that it just, it, it I think it helped, it's going to help his legacy in the long run. I think if he comes okay. back and he, and he wins that title for Golden State, they just say, oh, you saved them, but, the, you know, you're still a super team. You're still, yeah. you join this team. But at him getting hurt, they lose. He comes to the Knicks or the Clippers, either one, but especially the Knicks, and wins a title for New York. Oh my gosh! Forget That'd be crazy. about forget about everything that you've done before, Kevin Durant, Spike Lee, and you. At you know, at the, he'll be on, <laughs> Spike Lee will be riding the, the float with him. So you're um, right, just like Drake did with, with Toronto. But yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think that's gonna. Uh, I think that'll be what it'll be. I think Kimba's gonna. I wish Kimba would go somewhere else, but I think that Kimba's going to stay in Char in Charlotte. Unfortunately, I hope somebody, hope they get some players to come play with him. But uh, no one's going to Charlotte. I know, and I think that he'll he's he's he has that traditional mentality to stay where they love me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I, I think that's great. Allen Iverson did had that at the 76ers until he went to the until he was until he went to the Nuggets to join. Yeah. Uh, of course, Mello. Yeah, which was uh, not. Not great at all, but no. anyway. All right. Hey, if the, sorry, if the Lakers had cap space and they had enough room, I could see him in L.A. But since Rob Palenka doesn't know what he's doing, when he, I don't think he knew what cap space was. And I was like, bro, did you play 2K? Do you not know what, do you not know what cap space <laughs> is? Like, are you kidding me? You know? But, I mean, he just wants to get paid. He wanted the Supermax. He, he's even declining the Supermax. I'll take a pay cut. Just so I, know. I, get, I still want a big contract, but so he, he just can wants stay. the big dollar. He just wants the dollar. Well, I mean, you, I can't blame him. I mean, at the same time, I mean, but at, at the, you know, I've I heard Shaq was on first take, I think it, you know, maybe last week after the, after the finals were over. And he said, I had the choice to um, either get paid or win more rings. And I chose, um, to win more rings. And as you talked about where he went to the heat to win mm-hmm. with Dwayne Wade. So yeah. uh, I, I th- I, I'm kind of, you know, it's just all up to the player, man. It's, it's what you want to do. I mean, and specifically whatever fits your family the best too. Like, you Agreed. know, some, some people have to get paid, man. It is what it is. And some people, yeah. you know, get to still chase that child's dream of playing a sport professionally, Agreed. which is an awesome thing to do. Well, Porsche, uh, Mr. Brandon, do you have anything else that you want to say before we get off get off the air right here? I have nothing besides Bron Bron and AD about to get this chip. Uh, and I firmly believe that they won't win a single championship, but they will <laughs> save that for another time. Thank you for everybody that's listening. 
and hopefully we'll have some good discussions. Come back and see us. All right.